0: Section 44. Diverse Tales 6, Four Jacks in a nave of Cobwebs from an Empty Skull. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Matt Butcher from Peoria, Illinois. You can go to my blog at mattbutchershop.blogspot.com, and you can find my book narrations on Audible by searching matt.butcher cobwebs from an empty skull by ambrose bierce section forty four diverse tales six four jacks and a knave in the backwoods of pennsylvania stood a little mill the miller appertaining unto this mill was a pennsylvania dutchman a species of animal in which for some centuries sauerkraut has been usurping the place of sense in hans donnerspiel the usurpation was not complete he still knew enough to go in when it rained but he did not know enough to stay there after the storm had blown over hans was known to a large circle of friends and admirers as about the worst miller in those parts but as he was the only one people who quarrelled with an exclusively meat diet continued to patronize him he was honest as all stupid people are but he was careless so absent-minded was he, that sometimes when grinding somebody's wheat, he would thoughtlessly turn into the hopper a bag of rye, a lot of old beer bottles, or a basket of fish. This made the flour so peculiar that the people about there never knew what it was to be well a day in all their lives. There were so many local diseases in that vicinity, that a doctor from twenty miles away could not have killed a patient a week. Hans meant well, but he had a hobby, a hobby that he did not ride that does not express it. It rode him. It spurred him so hard that the poor wretch could not pause a minute to see what he was putting into his mill. This hobby was the purchase of jackasses. He expended all his income in this diversion, and his mill was fairly sinking under its weight of mortgages. He had more jackasses than he had hairs on his head, and, as a rule, they were thinner. He was no mere amateur collector either, but a sharp, discriminating connoisseur, he would buy a fat, globular donkey if he could not do better, but a lank, shabby one was the apple of his eye. He rolled such a one, as it were, like a sweet morsel under his tongue. Hans's nearest neighbor was a worthless young scamp named Joe Garvey, who lived mainly by hunting and fishing. Joe was a sharp-witted rascal, without a single scruple between himself and fortune. With a tithe of Hans's industry, he might have been almost anything. But his dense laziness always rose up like a stone wall about him, shutting him in like a toad in a rock. The exact opposite of Hans in almost every respect, he was notably similar in one. He had a hobby. Joe's hobby was the selling of jackasses. One day, while Hans's upper and nether millstones were making it lively for a mingled grist of corn, potatoes, and young chickens, he heard Joseph calling outside, Stepping to the door, he saw him holding three halters to which were appended three donkeys. I say, Hans, said he, here are three fine animals for your stud. I have brought them up from the egg, and I know them to be first class, but they're not so big as I expected, and you may have them for a sack of oats each. Hans was delighted. He had not the least doubt in the world that Joe had stolen them, but it was a fixed principle with him never to let a donkey go away and say he was a hard man to deal with. He at once brought out and delivered the oats. Joe gravely examined the quality, and placing a sack across each animal, calmly led them away. When he had gone, it occurred to Hans that he had less oats and no more asses than he had before. Teufel, he exclaimed, scratching his paw, I boy dot yak asses, and I don't was got him so much as I didn't have him before, ain't it? Very much to his comfort it was, therefore, to see Joe come by next day leading the same animals. Hi! he shrieked. You prings me to my yakasses. You give me to my property back. Oh very well, Hans, if you want to crawfish out of a fair bargain, all right. I'll give you back your donkeys and you can give me back my oats. Yaw, yaw, assented the mollified miller. You his von honest gentlemans as I have us ever vent anywhere. But I don't got any more oats, and you must dig vite, eh? And fetching out three sacks of wheat, he handed them over. Joe was proceeding to lay these upon the backs of the animals, but this was too thin for even Hans. "Ach, you Tiveler, you leaves dis yakasses in me and go right away, Other, I bust your head to meet a gloob, don't it?" So Joseph was reluctantly constrained to hang the donkeys to a fence. While he did this, Hans was making a desperate attempt to think. Presently he brightened up. "Yo, how you come by dat Vita de dime?" "'Why, old mudhead, you gave it to me for the jacks! "'And how you come by dot oats puty soon while ago!' "'Why, well, I gave that to you for them,' said Joseph, pressed very hard for a reply. "'Well, then, you goes fetch me back to dots oats so quicker as a lamb could windle his tail, eh? <laughs> "'All right, Hans, lend me the donkeys to carry off my wheat, and I'll bring back your oats on em Joseph was beginning to despair. But no objection being made, he loaded up the grain and made off with his docile caravan. In a half hour he returned with the donkeys, but of course, without anything else. I say, yo, where is this oats I hear so much talk about still? Oh, curse you and your oats, growled Joe with simulated anger. You make such a fuss about a bargain. I have decided not to trade. Take your old donkeys and call it square. Den vermein mein wheat is? Now look here, Hans, that wheat is yours, is it? Ya, yeah, ya. Yeah and the donkeys are yours eh Yaw ja, yaw, ja. and the wheat's been yours all the time has it Yah, ja, yaw. Ja. well so have the donkeys i took them out of your pasture in the first place now what have you got to complain of the dutchman reflected all over his head with his 4 nail gumblain i no Gomblain when it is all right i see now i've also made a mistaken come der get drinks joe left the animal standing and went inside where they pledged one another in brimming mugs of beer then taking hands by the hand I am sorry, said he. We can't trade. Perhaps some other day you will be more reasonable. Goodbye. And Joseph departed, leading away the donkeys. Hans stood for some moments gazing after him with a complacent smile, making his fat face ridiculous. Then turning to his millstones, he shook his head with an air of intense self satisfaction. By donner, dot yo garfies be ze geen schmard yaki, but he gonna spiel me zwappin yakasses. End of section 44, Diverse Tales 6, Four Jacks and a Knave. This recording by Matt Butcher from Peoria, Illinois. You can go to my blog at mattbutchershop.blogspot.com and you can find my book narrations on Audible by searching matt.butcher.